Tanya Byrne. Welcome back to another episode of Core 1031 Fitness. I'm so glad that you're here. This episode, you don't have to be pregnant uh, at all. It's the same principles you use, pregnancy or non-pregnancy. But if you want to learn how to stay fit during pregnancy, you're thinking about getting pregnant, you are trying to get pregnant, you are just recently found out you're pregnant, or maybe you're halfway pregnant and you're like, hmm. I can I can end this a lot healthier than when I started. This episode is for you. It's the same principles I use not only to lose weight, but I'm going to tweak it a little bit of what I encourage if you're actually pregnant, okay? So I'm going to go over three principles. If you follow them, woo, you are going to have a great pregnancy or better than if you don't implement anything that I'm saying. So... <laughs> Um, currently I am a little over 36 weeks pregnant, um, and I've had an amazing, amazing experience. It's been awesome and I loved every minute of it. It's been great. There are some minutes with some pain, but you know, overall I have got a great, uh, pregnancy experience and journey. And I just want to motivate and inspire those who feel like, Every pregnancy is miserable and you're just peeing all the time and you have backache and headache and fatigue. That doesn't have to be your story. And I want to encourage you on that. Make this your own story. If you want to have a good experience, you literally can have a good experience. So don't, you know, if you hear a lot of negative stuff, put that aside out of your brain and make this your own journey. You have the power. You are strong enough to do this on your own and make it awesome. So I want to encourage you through my experience of how did I stay fit during pregnancy? How did I not gain 50 pounds? I'm averaging a little bit less than 30. I think I'm like at like 27, 28 pounds, which is awesome. That was my ultimate goal is to stay between 25 pounds and 30 pounds during my weight loss journey. And winter time is the hardest time for me not to gain a lot of weight. So I'm super proud of how I've been doing. I've been loving this journey, loving the process. Oh, just all of it's been fantastic. Um, and I've had a lot of people ask me, yesterday I had my baby shower and uh, one of the women were like, Tanya, you, you give me hopes the next time I get pregnant that I don't have to gain a whole bunch of weight and I can still have energy. So I wanted to do a podcast because of that. It wasn't luck. It wasn't because I'm a nutrition coach or a personal trainer or health coach. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with these three things that I'm going to share with you today. And if you do these three things, you're going to have an awesome experience. And you're going to enjoy being pregnant. And you're going to enjoy every bit of it. And it's going to be awesome. Okay? Don't worry. I will have a podcast for how to get back to your routine and get the weight off after pregnancy. So don't you worry. You guys probably already know that Like Tanya's going to have something ready for that. I will when I get there, but right now I want to go over how do you stay fit during pregnancy? What does that look like? What do you have to do? So let's jump into it. Number one, check your mindset. Set the standard and keep it set. And my standard, as soon as I found out I was pregnant, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have an awesome pregnancy. I'm going to have energy. I'm going to feel good. I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat right. That is the standard I'm setting for myself. It's not, I'm pregnant, I'm eating for two. I'm pregnant, so that means I'm automatically tired, and so I'm going to sleep all the time and not move, or I'm pregnant, and so that means my hormones are crazy, so I'm just going to lash out on my husband all the time and complain to everybody about every symptoms that happens in my body. I'm going to broadcast it, and everyone's going to know 
everything that's wrong with me and it's okay because I'm pregnant and I'm allowed to do that. No, that was not my standard at all. I <laughs> I wanted to have energy. I wanted to have a good experience. I wanted to still be me. I didn't want um, for me to have like to be super tired or uh, hangry or miserable or in pain. I didn't want to experience that. And because I didn't think about it, I didn't experience it. My mindset was on joy. My mindset was on happiness, on being comfortable, on being powerful during my pregnancy. And that's literally what I experienced. So that is my challenge for you. And like I said, this doesn't, you you don't have to be pregnant to actually experience this in just general life. But it is when you do get pregnant, I had the little voice in my head like, hey, Tanya, you're eating for two now. You could eat a little bit more. And I really didn't start to eat more until my third trimester. I ate normal through each semester or trimester. Um, actually, my first one, I didn't have much of an appetite, so I actually ate less. The second one, I probably bumped up my calories by like 200 per day. And now my third trimester, it's a little bit more like three to 400, I believe. It's a little bit more. So I've been tracking on and off to kind of see where I'm at. But I didn't eat an extra 1,000 or 2,000 calories a day. Like, that was not my standard. That was not my mindset that, oh, I could just eat whatever I want because I'm pregnant. Because the repercussion of that is you're going to gain a lot more fat. It's going to be harder for you to move. And it's going to be harder for you not only to take care of a newborn, but then take care of your health. So that's something that I wanted to avoid. Plus, I've already been 50 pounds overweight. And so I know what it looks like to get there. And I know how hard it is to not get back down. And so like, hmm don't want to experience that this time so I set the standard in my mindset of I want to enjoy this pregnancy I want to have fun I want to have good energy I want to be healthy as possible um and that's that's my standard and literally that's what I've experienced I've had a great pregnancy it's been awesome I'm like I'm ready for baby number two haven't even met this one but I'm like let's go let's have another baby like it's just been so great and it's because it's my story and my standard I pushed all of the negative stories aside, like it's hard and it's painful and you're tired and you pee all the time. I didn't want that to be part of my story and it isn't part of my story. Does that make sense? Set the standard of what you want to experience. And if you don't intentionally set that standard, you're going to experience stuff you don't want to. And then you're just going to post about it and complain about it. And that's fine if that's your standard. But if you don't set one, you're going to go on to the negative side of it. And that's what creates a bad experience. I wanted a good experience and I set that tone in the very beginning. Like, nope, I'm going to have an awesome pregnancy. I'm going to be that inspiration for other people that they don't have to be scared that they're just going to be sleeping all the time, fatigued, backache, you know, hungry 24-7. That doesn't have to be your story if you don't want it to be your story. Now, if you want it to be your story, God bless you. That's awesome. But my story, I was like, no. You're going to stay healthy, has nothing to do with me being a nutritionist, personal trainer, health coach, has nothing to do with that. It's literally me feeling good about myself and my journey. So number one, set your mindset, check it, set that standard, whatever that means to you, you got to set it in the very beginning. It's so important that you do that. It's not about what you're eating or how much exercise or whatever you do. If you don't have your mindset right in the beginning, it's going to be a long nine months for you. So check your mindset. What do you want to experience the next nine months? What do you want to feel? It's important that you know this. It's important that you ask these questions to yourself 
and answer them and don't just wing it because when you wing it you feel lost you don't feel like you have any control and it's uh, it's just not a good feeling okay so set your mindset keep it set set that standard high as can be i encourage you you're gonna have an awesome experience so that's number one of how to stay fit Get your mind fit right first. All right, have a good vision of what you want to experience. Did I say that enough? I'm going to repeat it a couple more times because I need you to get this, okay? The same thing, I'm going to be honest with you, the same thing happens in just general. If you're trying to lose weight and your mindset is, I'm depriving myself, I can't go out to eat, I, you know, I have to work out like crazy, it's going to be awful, it's going to be miserable, that's what you're going to experience. So be sure to be like, no, I... I want to enjoy this. So what does that look like? What exercise do I have to do? What meals do, should I eat based off what I want to experience? Number two, hydration is so important. Water has been super easy for me um, this whole time, whole time. I think I'm drinking actually way more than a gallon. Not on purpose. I just feel like drinking it. I'm like, I'm just drinking water and drinking water and drinking water. And I feel fantastic. I feel awesome. Um, I have my favorite water bottle cup with me, and it's so easy for me to get in my hydration and my liquids. Now, I had a few people reach out to me, and they're like, Tanya, they're in in their first trimester, and they're like, water disgusts me. I get nauseous. I get sick. So it's not just a matter of water, because your body needs it. Your baby needs it. But just try to get some liquids down as much as you can, because in your second trimester, you kind of get back to normal feeling. But the first couple weeks, if you are like, blech, water... I remember asking one of my clients, I'm like, okay, what other, what liquids can you drink? Because we're focusing on we can't consume and we feel bad and, but what can you consume? And she goes, I actually, I feel good with tea um, and, and I'm okay with that. Or like, you know, some bubbly water or something. And I'm like, great, focus on that. You know, like as long as you are hydrated, give yourself grace until your body gets used to what's going on. And then by your second trimester, bump up your water that way. But do what you can while you can. But hydration has been huge for me. Feeling good, feeling energized, um, not being ravenous or hungry. I I hear a lot of women are like, oh my gosh, I'm starving all the time. But when I ask about their water, they're like, oh, I, you know, I don't have time to drink water. I'm at work or it's, it has to be a non-negotiable. You have to get in your water. It's not about time or your work or you're tired of peeing all the time. Got, you got to do what you got to do to get in that water. Rather, that's bumping up a little bit more in the morning, taking a couple extra gulps while you're driving to work, from work, at dinner time. Like, you can easily get in half your weight in ounces. You, you really can, but you have to make it an effort and you got to pay attention to it and squeeze in water when you can. So I had one somebody say, hey, you know, I don't really have time to, like, get away from my desk and our, our, our lunch breaks are super short. And so I don't have time to like drink a bunch of water and then I, you know, and then go back to work and then I have to pee and it's just, so what I recommended is, hey, if you know you're going to lunch in about 20 to 30 minutes, why not start drinking water then? You can easily get in 20, 30 ounces within like 30 minutes to an hour. And then when it's your lunch break, that's when you go pee. So there's ways around it. You just got to be resourceful instead of just making excuses like, oh, I can't. You are literally hurting yourself every time you say, I can't, or I don't have time. It doesn't affect me if you don't do it. It's going to affect you. 
So it's not a matter of the excuses you come up with. It's what do I have to do to get this done? It should be a non-negotiable. It should be a standard of, no, I need to get be hydrated. And this is what it's going to look like Monday through Friday. And this is what it's going to look like Saturday to Sunday. Your body needs water. And if you're not getting in the water, you're going to feel fatigued. You're going to feel tired and lethargic. You're going to hurt. You're going to be super hungry. You're going to overeat. There's, there's so many benefits to being hydrated. So it's not a matter of if I can. No, you, you have to get it in. It's, it's a non-negotiable. Just like oxygen, you need it to survive. Your body needs water to survive. That's the number one micronutrient that you need. Everyone's like, how do I lose weight? I'm like, where's your water at? So how many exercises you do or the workouts or all the selfie gym selfies you take, where is your water at? Because if your water's not there, whoo, it's going to be a hard, rough, you know, season for you. Okay, so I encourage you, what ways can you stay hydrated? What are some liquids you do like drinking right now? Try to drink at least half of your weight in ounces or have a couple of clear urines a day. You are good if you see that, okay? But make it a non-negotiable. That's how you stay fit during pregnancy is staying hydrated, okay? Number one, mindset, get your mind right. Number two, hydrate no matter what. Make it a daily goal. Do the best you can each week, each weekend. And number three, move on purpose. And trust me when I say this, this is probably the hardest thing to do when you're pregnant because all of your energy is in your stomach making this beautiful baby. And so it's it's hard. I'm telling you, even as a coach, it is hard to move on purpose. Okay? Because it's a lot of weight that you're carrying. So it's even harder to move. But then moving on purpose intentionally for like 20 to 30 minutes, a couple times a week, it's hard. Okay? But I'm going to tell you what. If you do it, you will feel better. And it's not only benefit for your body, but also for your baby, okay? So that is my biggest thing. Even though I feel fatigued sometimes or I'm like, ugh, I don't feel like it, I automatically think of what's the benefit if you do? Well, your baby's going to appreciate it and thank you for it. And you're going to have a healthier pregnancy and a healthier delivery because you're active. You're strong. So here's how you navigate not wanting to do it. A lot of people feel like you need to be motivated. You need to have the energy. That is false. What you need to do is just do it (laughs) because your body needs it. It's kind of like water. You just need to do it. We think like everything needs to be glamorous and we have to be in the mood to work out. Um, No, you just need to get, get it done. It's kind of like, are you always in the mood to go to work? No, but you show up. Why? For the paycheck, to serve others, to help others. Whatever your motivation is to get to work, even though you don't feel like it, you do it, right? You show up. Because there's an end result. There's an investment that you're making, okay? Whether that's financial or career-wise, whatever your goal is, you need to have that same standard with your health. You move on purpose for the investment of, I'm going to feel better in like 20 minutes. I'm going to have a healthier pregnancy, which means I'm going to have less weight to try to lose when I have the baby. I'm going to have more energy for my newborn. It's a difference of mindset and perspective. Literally the other day, it was glorious outside. It was like sun is shining. But internally, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to walk. I don't want to walk. I don't want to walk. <laughs> I have so much to do. And excuse me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I do not want to walk because I'm just, 
I'm tired. My brain's tired. I've been working like 16 hours a day. I just want to rest. But I'm like, no, you're going to feel so much better in awake if you just go for a quick walk. Just do it. Just get in a walk. Just one mile. You could do one mile. It's fine. You could do one mile. It's one mile. It's like 20 minutes. You could do that. And I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to. And I'm putting on my socks. And I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to. And I'm putting one shoe at a time. And I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to. And I put my earphones in. And I open the door and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to. And then I push play on my podcast and it's like, go time. So even though the whole time I didn't want to, like every sock I was putting on and every shoe and and getting out the door, I didn't want to do it. Every fiber in my being is like, just sit on the couch and don't move. Just take a nap. I'm so glad I did because it boosted my energy. I felt so much better. I felt amazing. And it was just, I was 20 minutes away from it. So I don't always feel like working out. I don't always feel like lifting weights or or anything. It's just a matter of doing it because you're going to, it's an investment for your future self. Same thing with working out. Because I can't lift heavy and I love, love, love to hit, lift heavy. It's been a hard transition to being okay with lighter weights, more reps. But I'm so glad I'm at least doing that because I'm keeping up with my muscle Instead of being like, oh, screw it, I'm not just going to work out the nine months. I'll just wait till the baby's born and then I'll get back into it. No, 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 no. Mentally and physically, I can't do that because that would hurt me so bad. And I don't, why do I, why do I need to wait till my baby's born to work out? Your baby will be, it's, it's so much better for your body and your health and labor delivery to be active now. Rather that's instead of a 45-minute session that I would normally do, I'm doing anywhere from like 15 to 20 minutes. And it's okay. It's totally okay. Mentally, I just have to tell myself that it's okay that I'm not going hard like I usually do. It's all about just maintaining what I have, getting some blood flow. You feel good when you lift some weights. It's not as much, but at least you're doing that. And I feel so much better afterwards. Because it's either that, like do something for some time, or quit and lose everything you worked hard to do for the last five years. That is so much more painful for me to lose my muscle than to work out for 15, 20 minutes. So, and like I said, moving on purpose is just anything from walking to just organize your house, clean it, vacuum, whatever, scrub a toilet. Just move on purpose. Go Be the one that offers to go to the grocery store and actually get out of your cart and go grocery shopping. Like move on purpose. Do some errands. You're going to feel so much better if you do this every single day. I think out of my whole pregnancy, there may be... I think like week seven, I was super fatigued. And I, did, I, I mentioned it in my one of my other podcasts about my pregnancy. And then I think my third trimester is either like week 30, 31, maybe 32. I'm not sure which week it was. Again, you might have to listen to my podcast because I can't remember which one. I'll have to look at my notes. But I felt super fatigued for like three or four days. And I'm like, okay, she must be going through a growth spurt because I am like, eyes are barely staying open. But then after that, I, I mean, I gave myself grace. I rested when I did. But after that, I could tell the difference between being lazy and tired and being like fatigued, like my body's going through something. So when I know I've been lazy, I'm like, okay, Tanya, you just beating lazy, girl. Get up and move. Like, you have to be your own cheerleader. You have to get up. And get to moving because you know once you do, the endorphins are going to go and you're just going to feel so much better. So look at the big picture. Move on purpose when you can, while you can. Grab a friend with you to go for a walk. You know, do a new YouTube video. Do a new a workout plan. Do a new pregnancy workout plan. 
whatever it is, just do something that's going to benefit you and the baby long term. Okay, it's easy to be lazy. It's so that's easy. That's you don't have to put any effort. But if you want to experience more and have a happier and a more enjoyable pregnancy, move on purpose. You will thank yourself later and hopefully me eventually, but you will appreciate the the grind of okay, just move whether it's 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 15, set your own standard. It doesn't have to be a full-blown hour. Don't compare your activity level to other people. Just do what you can. You are going to benefit so much from that, okay? So that's how you stay fit during pregnancy. Set your mindset on what you want to experience. Stay hydrated with whatever trimester you're in. Do the best you can every single day. Make it a non-negotiable and move on purpose. Notice I didn't mention anything about what you're eating to stay fit during pregnancy, Bonus, if you track your food, great. And eat around maintenance calories, great. You're not going to gain a lot of weight. That's awesome. But literally, if you set your mindset right and you stay hydrated and you move on purpose, you don't have to worry about your food because all three areas are ripple effect to what you're eating. Now, if I didn't drink any water, I would eat everything in sight and I would snack on everything and I would crave everything. And if I didn't move on purpose... I would feel lazy and laziness results into binge eating and snacking for me. So I know if I, I don't have to focus on my nutrition, if I move on purpose and I drink water and I keep my mindset and keep it set on, hey, I want to have a good experience with my health journey or my, my pregnancy, I don't have to worry about my nutrition. I will just make better decisions because of all the good decisions I'm already making. Does that make sense? So... Obviously, if you eat more whole foods during pregnancy, you're going to have a healthier pregnancy. But what most people don't realize is it's what your thoughts are every day. It's what water, you're, the hydration you're taking, and it's your movement that's really going to help you escalate into a great pregnancy, okay? So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you know anybody that's pregnant or trying to be pregnant, or maybe they're just a couple months and they're not, just not feeling it, they're fatigued. They're just tired all the time. They're in backache, hurting, everything. Just know that that doesn't have to be their whole story. It can change. It can get better if they implement at least one of these things, okay? Circle yourself around people who are going to inspire you and motivate you and encourage you to have a better life. And I suggest avoiding those stories that don't. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Share with a friend or family member that you think would benefit from it. Have an awesome day and I will talk to you later. Thank you so much for tuning in.